need to go to Flavor Town for the next 45 minutes or so. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Worst Song Ever podcast. The podcast that proclaims it's the king of bad ideas to all of his friends, and they, all of his friends agree uh, with no examples being given. Uh, I couldn't decide if that's something I should be proud of or or not. <laughs> then I just proclaim that in a room and everybody's like, hell yeah, you are. My question to you guys is, who is the king of bad ideas among all of us? I certainly, You certainly went in quantity. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I like that answer, Mike. I feel like you and I are catalysts for each other to come up with worse ideas on yeah. a regular basis. It's a spiral. It's really a vicious circle. Yeah, we've we've had our moments over the years where you thought you know you thought one idea was going to cap off the evening, and like <laughs> it, it, we, that was still playing checkers, and we switched to chess later in the evening. So I, I personally, you know, I feel like you in particular are better at framing the ideas or I'm too stupid to realize that they're bad ideas and then I'll actually follow through on them is really between you and I. The the example that I give for Jeremy, though, to not leave him out of this <laughs> is we will build on each other's bad ideas. One of my favorite terrible ideas was we were coming up with. So I'm bald on the most of my head and it's sad to me that i can't do a mohawk and so i decided that i should do a side hawk that goes from ear to ear and jeremy jeremy screams at me goes no you know what's worse than that is if you do a complete circle with your beard as well and it becomes a lion's mane and just he never would have gotten there if it weren't for me and i sure shit never would have gotten there if it weren't for him and and the the additive quality of it is really what i love about it yeah i mean i i would say that most of my 20s the the joy that i got was spent by trying to give you bad ideas without you being able to figure out they were bad ideas and then watching what happened. Yeah. I'm not as sly as you. Yeah. That was literally like what I would call my twenties. So. <laughs> All right. So that song that you just heard was last week's song. I believe we're calling it directions to flavor town. I'm not exactly sure. Uh, I get the names wrong every single week of these songs. Each week we try to attempt to create, uh, we attempt to create the worst song ever start to finish within usually about an hour. My name is Jason. I am with our other two co-hosts, Mike and Jeremy. Guys, how are you doing this week? I'm kicking it. I'm super. Thanks for asking. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. We have a Twitter account. We are at Worst Song Pod. Each week we follow a new musician. Um, we have not um, figured out who we're going to follow this week, but I'm sure we'll get around to it. So, <laughs> so one of the things I was thinking about this week, you guys, was how we really... like. W- we're trying to fail and hopefully we inspire people to fail and inspire each other to fail in new ways. It makes me think about what other ways that I personally would like to enjoy fail at, like what other tasks I'd like to fail at Stand up comedy. I have seen people bomb before and I would just love to get up on stage and intentionally bomb. I've <laughs> It's one of the cringiest things like to be in the audience for, and you're not sure if you're supposed to laugh along. Do you guys, A, have any thoughts on that? B, have anything that you would like, like you feel inspired to fail at these days or someday? I really want to fail at 
doing something exercise related and not because I'm not going to do it. Are you going to get injured? Is that what you mean? I don't know. Maybe I don't want spectacularly to want you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, pure scrotum is the first thing that comes to my mind when I hear that. But, you, you know, know, you know, taking up the javelin at our age is. Yeah, I, I think uh, like doing the high dive would be pretty cool. You fail. Don't you just like make a big cannonball or like you just smack yourself into the water. So I don't know. That's like it's not that big a deal. I don't know. Like open mic nights are pretty fun if you like cringe humor. And I don't like cringe humor. So, well, if you're in on the joke, it's not so bad. It's not. Uh, that's true. I feel like I have no shame in many scenarios. So I don't know that like this bothers me that much. I'm not sure it's supposed to bother you, but I'm I'm more along the lines of like. Do what I is, have to want to fail? Yes. Because I feel like then you're succeeding. Yeah, because <laughs> if you try and fail and succeed, what have you done? Try, try again. Wait. No, I, I don't think that's the Do right. or do not. There is no try. Well, <laughs> Jeremy, are there any things that, that you have always wanted to give a try and would like to fail at? Because I, I feel know, like I, there's a freedom. Maybe that's what I'm that's what I'm getting around to. There's a freedom. Once you fail at that, like you realize the worst part of it and Okay, oh, cool. Yeah. I survived. I'm good. Yeah, the worst part of anything is, is the anticipation. You know, nothing's ever as bad as you can build it up in your head. Um, that said, I feel fa- fear failure. So, see, <laughs> you want to fail at fail failing? failing? Yeah, <laughs> just the opposite of what you're asking. Wonderful. Yeah. I have a lot of ideas in this subject, but I don't think I actually like want to fail in anywhere. I want to see someone else try it. No, I don't mind I mean, if I, I don't mind if I fail, but like having the the goal of failure is such a weird goal. For some reason, I wrote shoot a crossbow from a dirt bike. Also on this list, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how, if I really want to fail at that because I feel I sound. I'm pretty sure I'm going to die. Like that's the way you fail. Is someone you, would? Oh no, you lose an eye, and then I yeah. wear an eye patch, and then I'm badass for the rest of my life. So I mean, I guess that's a way to fail. Yeah, but then when people ask you why you're wearing an eye patch, you say, "Well, I had this idea to shoot a crossbow <laughs> on a dirt bike, and <laughs> and it was awesome." <laughs> it is a Christmas story. Yeah, same, same thing. <laughs> same basic idea. Uh, I don't believe there was a dirt bike, so yeah. I think you don't care if you fail is very different than I want to fail. Yeah. Okay, if that's the if that's the way to go about it, then how would you not care to fail? I, I didn't have a good answer for that part, so here I am. <laughs> this is why I try to ask you guys the questions beforehand. And Just make sure there's something there. A little bit of thought. You know, <laughs> I don't need your lip. That's fair enough. Um, well, it's always do- my dream to go on a, on a podcast and not have anything to say. <laughs> uh-huh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You guys uh, have any uh, inspirations, good or bad, this week? I had a few, uh, and almost none of them were musical. That's fine. Uh, one of them was, for some reason, I thought about the band Millie Vanilli when I was reading something about politics. Because I decided that basically this is the same concept. as like you have like a whole set of workers behind you propping up a figurehead. And that person is the Millie Vanilli of whatever they're trying to get you to go do. And then I thought it would just be a lot cooler if it was Millie Vanilli. Uh, <laughs> Millie because, Vanilli 2020. Because you got to blame it on something. <laughs> why like not the, the rain? rain? Yeah, why <laughs> not the rain? <laughs> right. And 
you know, you don't want to forget their number. There's there's a lot of things. Girl, you know it's true. There's there's just a lot of classics from the Millies uh, and Vanillies. Uh, but the problem is, of course, Millie Vanilli. One of them died. One of, right? one of them committed suicide, I believe, like yeah. 15 years ago or something like that. So it's been a while. And so I don't even remember if it was Rob or Fab. So I feel kind of bad because I don't even know which one's dead. But I do know the names of the two people that were in Millie Vanilli. Jeremy, will you please look that up? <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> you're, I you're, am. The, you're the I'm researcher. I figured, <laughs> figured you already looked it up. Yeah. So, so uh, like Rob just, passed away in 97. Yeah. Okay. So more than 15 years ago. Wow. RIP. So, you know, I was thinking about that. Uh, I think the other thing that I was thinking about this week was jam bands that I liked a long time ago. And this was because I was listening to jam on, which is usually what I'm listening to in the car from listening to music. And uh, Ween was on and I hadn't heard Ween in a really long time. And that was, that was super fun. It reminds me one of those bands that this kind of goes into one of the things that I was thinking about this week. This is actually musically related. Ween's one of those bands that has such a weird, large discography. I was in a bar this week and, and MF Doom came onto the radio and I was like, I loved every time I hear Doom, I, I was like, man, I love that. But he's got such a large discography that it's almost intimidating to get into and I don't know where to start and like, and, and then so I don't end up doing it. And Ween is one of those bands as well where their discography is so large and it's varied from what I understand genre wise. And so like, where do you even start with Ween? Like, I, I kind of wish that there was like, a shaman or an ambassador or somebody like that for each of these like bands that have like, once you get past like four albums, you know, like uh, three to four, it's kind of hard to know. I think where you can to just go with read that. pitchfork and like, once you get yeah. past the pretentiousness, Oh wait, you won't. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, the onion used to honestly, the AV club used to do articles like that. It's like, here's the Prince albums you should listen to. Yeah. Just, I, just uh, I was thinking what, what other artists are in this category of like, just such a wide discography, it's intimidating. I mean, for me, a long time, uh, Wu Tang was in there. Yeah, Wu Tang, um, they yeah, have such a huge. That's how I ended up getting. Yeah. That's why I have like the entire disc- discography. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just do the whole thing." <laughs> Dropkick Murphys have a have a large discography, and it took me a long time to get through. Are they very their though? albums? Doesn't a lot They're of their not very. Pretty much sound the same. <laughs> Yeah, but you still got to pick through the... the yeah, you know, some albums are better than others, and, and they definitely go through some ebbs and flows of, this is a little bit more punk, this is more Celtic, this is more themes of, you know, they definitely have a lot more themes of blue-collar workers in certain albums than others, and some are just kind of more traditional Irish, not to get way too into the intricacies <laughs> of Dropkick Murphy's albums. Mm-hmm. Who else is on your list for uh, Too Big? Zappa. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know where to start with anything that. with George Clinton. Like, <laughs> like you could say like Parliament alone is too big, or Funkadelic's too alone a big. Like alone is too big, or Parliament Funkadelic's too big. Like basically the George Clinton story. It's and, and it, it does kind of cross genres. You know, people want to say it's all funk, but oh my gosh, there's so much more to it than that. Those would probably be the two that I could really think of off the top of my head, like as just gigantic. And intimidating to the point where I haven't done it all. Um, the Who would probably be another one. Jeremy, you got any? My first thought was the Rolling Stones, but I'm not a huge Rolling Stones fan. Not yet, because you haven't gotten into their discography. But I, but I think, again, like the, I don't think the Rolling Stones ch- change genres all that much. Like They're pretty much, blues, they're pretty much bluesy rock. Like yeah. yeah, They were in 64. They are today. <laughs> like, and I mean, they're damn good at it, but like that's their thing. Yeah. So 
other questions that I was thinking about asking. Mike, you had a question you wanted to ask. Okay, so you're 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 at a bar, right? And eh, yeah, hard to ahead. imagine. And and John Tesh radio is on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I don't listen like so this is the radio radio. Yeah, this is like the radio is on at the bar. And John Tesh comes on. And jo- it's it's the John Tesh radio hour or whatever the hell he calls it. It 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 makes me cry and cringe. I think I'd rather listen to Delilah. But anyway, you're listening to John Tesh. You're at a bar. What do you do? What do you pop quiz, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is a thing where you're like, you, you find the bartender and you find the nearest sharp object and you take it to his neck. Like, I don't know if you're trying to talk about a very I mean, violent. I, I, I'm willing to go wherever this this takes you. Uh, I have. I can give you some more constraints I mean, if you want but i'm not I'm, we don't have I to probably want more constraints but that being said like i was before we started recording i was telling jeremy that one of my favorite pieces of music trivia is that john tesh wrote nba, NBA on nbc, NBC theme, theme yeah. song um and so personally because of that i have to give him props it is genre bending wait isn't that the same theme as the entertainment tonight theme I don't know what the entertainment. I, do, I don't is. watch so maybe? entertainment tonight. So he was on entertainment tonight forever. Anyway, so. yeah, I do I vote for know. him as our Twitter follow. Oh yeah, that that does <laughs> seem like that seems apropos. Not to search John Tesh. My 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 internet history is going to look like crap. Did he write any other? I want to know if he. Wrote I couldn't any tell other you another songs. song of his. I don't. I mean, it's. I imagine he's like the cooler version of Yanni Kenny G. Yeah. Kenny so G, kind of, good, good comparison. I think that's a different. I think I that's different. Kenny G, this is one different. of my favorite things I forgot to tell you about Jason. I was traveling a few weeks ago. I went to a karaoke <laughs> bar, and one of the artists you could pull up was Kenny G. <laughs> Please tell Air, me you spent fifty dollars. You, you just Air left saxophone. your card. You left have, your card with the machine. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> Did I play a song from Kenny G? Yes. <laughs> Was it instrumental? Yes. <laughs> it was a great time. Uh, there was a skip button. It, it was, was used about 10 seconds. In. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be an unskip button, you know? It's like a bidding war. I should tell you the whole story of that that trip to that karaoke joint at some point, but that is probably... Uh, I mean, it's fine for a podcast, but I don't know if we want to get into it now. It's, it's not a short story. So. <laughs> Uh, it, involves, it involves definitely a front for the mob. So. <laughs> awesome. So, in terms of John Tesh, like I, I think I've like I don't have any ill will t- towards John Tesh. To tell you the truth, have you ever listened to the John Tesh Radio Hour? If I have, I it's been know. a long time ago, and I was probably driving a long and lonely road. And you're thinking to yourself, man. I could use a little bit of John Tesh in my life right now, because otherwise you'd change the channel. At no is point it, in my life have I ever thought I could use a little bit of John Tesh right now. Is it an hour of his music or just no, him, him so. choosing things? He's like the DJ. Like imagine Casey Kasem, okay. but terrible. <laughs> and and like he tells you these stories about things. A recent study shows that people who ate, eat eggs are either going to die sooner or live forever. You know, and it's like, great. Thank you. 
for reading me this headline out of Reader's Digest. I mean, so. just because you're going to die because you eat too many eggs, you can't hold that against John Tash. Okay. Well, how many eggs no. is too many eggs? <laughs> I like where this is going with this one. <laughs> or, you know, it'd be like, he'll read a study and be like, people with this are 42% more likely than to do that. And I'm like, yeah, the sample size was one. And yeah, anyway. Um, he has six Emmys, four gold albums, two Grammy nominations, and an AP award for investigative journalism. <laughs> he sold over 8 million records. Not to this guy. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> Only seven and a half million records to Mike. Yeah. One of the questions I, I had, uh, you might may or might not have an opinion on this, and I'm just kind of curious. Is it okay to have a wedding band that only plays original songs? Are they original songs you know? Like, is the wedding band Sticks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not some some rich person's Kate Sierra or whatever it's called. Okay, is it Hollow Notes? <laughs> I mean, you said they weren't rich. Just, yeah, just keep going, keep going down the, st- yeah. the ladder. Is it Fog Hat? Because they're playing at the Wisconsin Dells Casino next weekend. Ooh, <laughs> it actually sounds awesome. I wish I could go. <laughs> now, I was thinking a lot about my wedding. Um, I had like a, a musician, my favorite local musician at our wedding, and he played for an hour. And somebody, you both were at my wedding. And somebody said to me afterwards and was like, it would be really nice if they he like played some covers so that we could dance and stuff. And I didn't care. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe this is my roundabout way of saying, do you hold that against me for having a guy not play any music that basically only played music that my wife and I cared about? And for the record, I kind of don't care what your response is, um, <laughs> but I am curious what your thoughts are on it. I can tell you that at least as far as your wedding is concerned, I don't remember a thing he played. I, I mean, he only played for like remember. an hour. I don't. I mean, I, I know, but I remember him being there, but I don't remember. Like, yeah, I, I don't remember thinking it was problematic at all. So I don't think I was. Yeah, I don't think it was a problem. Yeah. It was kind of yeah. more like I think it was more kind of like ambiance and background. Yeah, because yeah. everybody enjoyed every like it was a small wedding and everybody enjoyed everybody's company instead of like, hey, let's I don't know. It was less of that sort of venue. Hey, it's hard to dance in the sand. Cause it was on the beach, but I, I was kind of curious because our buddy Dan, he was like, I kind of wish you would have played like, you know, uh, jump I, or something. Or, I was 90% sure it was Dan. And now I'm a hundred percent sure it was Dan. It was Dan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping he'd be like, I was 90% sure, but now I'm 99% sure it was Dan still holding out that 1%. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason why I don't care what you think is I haven't been to either of your weddings. So, you know, <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, for what it's worth, I don't think you met me until after I was married. But exactly, yes, that's yeah. number one. And number two, Jeremy's not married, so um, holding grudges that don't exist. Um, so. You do you, man. <laughs> you do you, boo. Uh, <laughs> anyway, in terms of other questions, this might be a good question if Jeremy's around. We, you and I, Mike, you and I last week kind of touched on this songs. You can't sing at karaoke any longer because of today's day and age songs that are more inappropriate than they should be. I, we can table this one for more thought, but oh, at I, some I point several already. Uh, I, the thing that I was going to say was, I don't think it's because of today's day and age. I think it's because when you're younger, you don't think about the ramifications and what the lyrics really mean. And how do you mean like afternoon delight and how that's supposedly about about, sex? That's just about about sex. sex. That's great. Yeah, that's about fucking in the afternoon. That used to be one of my favorite, my go-tos. Depends on who you're singing it to. Well, with. You have to sing it with because it's a 
That's true. It is, it, it, it is a duet. Yeah. It's I, a duet. I don't think I've ever seen you sing this song. Anyway. No, I mean, there's there's a lot of like early 90s hip hop to me that I, oh, yeah. I had, you know, like, that was the hip hop I knew because I kind of got off the rap train, I would say like around uh, the rise of Death Row or like shortly after. And, but like, there's a lot of early 90s hip hop that I still, I still dig every now and then. And I think, oh, I should sing this. And then I'm like, oh, oh. And yeah. then there's some later stuff too. Like, you know, R. Kelly, uh, I like, I think Ignition is one of the greatest, like just fun songs ever written. And yeah, you can't sing, you can't him. sing R. Kelly no. anymore. You just can't do nope. that. It's not cool. For some reason, you can still sing Michael Jackson, but you can't sing R. Kelly. I don't know. I think the reason for that is because R. Kelly still gets money off of, you know, downloads well, and buys and plays and Michael well, Jackson is dead and it's only his estate that makes money. I is to me the argument that I've heard and maybe that's a nuanced argument. Yeah, I mean I think you're just picking your yeah, you pick you was like, hey, you, you, it, pick you the know, condition you want and back into the argument. So. I think that's yeah. probably accurate, but I've heard that argument. <laughs> there's a lot of songs. I know that uh there's a group of people that that I know that sing karaoke that use wizard in in instead of uh, some other words you could use in rap that are very common. And it's kind of funny to hear a song when you start rapping about wizards and wizards that are coming after you. <laughs> so it, it always, it reminds me of, I don't know if this is something I should completely cut out or not, but I won't know until you say it. The song that I will never sing at karaoke and will never have that level of just ballsiness is um, the lap dance is so much better when the stripper's crying <laughs> by the Bloodhound Gang. Okay. Yeah. It's always been a terrible song. Jeremy's actually seen somebody do it in person. And it was amazing. <laughs> and apparently everybody who like, knew I was- the song loved it, and everybody who didn't know the song hated it, is how I remember that story going. Yeah, yeah he so did it. Imagine. Yeah, he did it, and I was the only person, I'm pretty sure I was the only person there who, who knew it. And it was just amazing looking over the, the crowd and, and seeing the best part was his kind of sort of girlfriend was there and she was Wait, offended. Did they, did they leave kind of sort of or not at all kind of sort of? Uh, well, didn't help the relationship? D- well, we'll put it this way. It was toward the end of the school year and we were graduating so, and she wasn't. And it's a long story there. But anyway, she, the best part was looking at her because she was offended like on his behalf. Like that, he was <laughs> like, like when you're saying those things, you should feel bad, like just because of their nature. And like she was doing that on his behalf, it was hilarious. It's hard to describe. <laughs> um, it was beautiful. I personally don't have any songs that I would throw into song I, off the top of my head. Songs that you can't sing any longer. Well, I, I think. It, I mean, well, a lot of hip hop. A lot of songs. I mean, like, I used to like to sing Tennessee from Rusted Development. What's that song about? Tennessee. Tennessee. No, I know the oh, song. Okay. I don't know what the song's about. It's about, about being black and proud and finding religion. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not a bad theme in there. It's no, just not. Just, you're not. Yeah. It's just. It, does, it doesn't mean the same thing coming from, from Mike. Right. And I think when I was younger, I didn't think about Rusted it. Development. Yeah. And. You know, even hip hop, like, you know, Belle of DeVoe, Do Me, you know, it's just like, wow, this is really degrading. You know, mm. how do you know me and the crew used to do her? You know, it's just like, wow, yeah. okay. There's some stuff going on here. Like, you know, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's not, but it's, it's just, it's questionable. And I just don't want to be that person most of the time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair the end enough. at all. Maybe not. Most, most of the time, it's probably not the wide qualifier. I don't want to be that person anymore. <laughs> Every once in a while at Costco, I need to be that person. All right. So I think it's about time to get on to uh, the theme of our song. Before we hopped on pod, Mike, you'd mentioned that there aren't, you couldn't think of any songs that are about interviewing or being on an interview, or I don't know if resume was thrown in there. Yeah. I was just thinking about the process of interviewing and hiring hiring people. And no, this has nothing to do with what I spend my day doing. Nothing at all. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know that there's ever been a song, you know, that's, uh, you know, an ode to the interview or an ode to the resume or the interview process. And it's a thing that most humans do. You know, they can several it, times in a year. Yeah. And this is a, well, a, a, a large, a stressful event in their yeah. life. Like, like, there's a lot of wedding songs. There's a lot of love songs. There's a lot of songs about death. There's I can't think of songs about interviews. Like that's that's where yeah. I'm at with this. There's so, songs I mean, about first dates. Right. There are ways to go about it. It's either you go you go tips on how to be a good interviewee, uh, how to give a good interview. Maybe uh, the, my first thought earlier when you were talking was this could be a good back and forth type of song where you ask questions. Where we're playing. We're playing this game of chess where we go back and forth and see if we can corner each other. I don't know if we have enough time to write that song. I think what you're what I'm hearing from you that you're not saying is concept album. I'm yeah. <laughs> concept song. Listen, I no, constantly no, no. say concept album. Of, there's yeah. more than one song worth of material about this. <laughs> it's the whole interview process, the second interview, get hired, maybe your six month review. Um write the resume. Yeah. Talking, talking to references. Oh, <laughs> it just goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Applying uh, and getting rejected like within four minutes and being like, why did I even spend the time to do this? I applied for a job once where they sent me an email that said I moved on to the next round. Four hours later, they sent me an, another email that said that I was no longer in the next round. And then I called them. And I was like, is this a mistake? And they're like, yeah, sorry, we messed up. This was a government job. So the next time I was interviewing for a government job, I got the same letter and I was like, I was like, do I call these people again? Like it was the same situation. It was like, did I get like, some people are bad. Like some people are terrible at hiring. Oh, I, I once got a rejection letter from a place I had not applied to. (laughs) Was it addressed to you? Yes. What I think had ha- what I, we're pretty sure it happened because I wasn't the only person in my class to get one <laughs> is that um, our like career office had put together like a resume book and sent it places and that they just sent one to everybody that was in it. Jeremy, I still have it somewhere. Can, I know, like back in the day, you and I have sent um, college admissions letters <laughs> to people in the yeah, past yeah. Uh, for <laughs> fake colleges. Yep. Um, just. Just for the fun of it. Here's a story I haven't heard. <laughs> really? I know. Yeah, we did that once. I've seen a movie we did that. About this. It's called Accepted. Yeah. It was, oh, same it was basic be- idea. It was before all of that. Um, mm-hmm. We it basically was a way for us to write a dirty letter to people. The college was an acronym. Uh, we, there were two different colleges, and they were acronyms. And then we just yeah. talked a lot about. One was, it was the, a lot of a lot of innuendo. Was one Jackson, the South, the South Harmon Institute of Technology? <laughs> no, there was the uh, California University of New Technology. 
And then one was like the Jacksonville Institute of Zoology something. Yeah. <laughs> and we gave out these when everybody it was our senior year in high school and when everybody was getting um acceptance letters for uh colleges we decided to give these out to people without them knowing it was from us yeah um, mailing it to them essentially how mm-hmm. did, did you ever get any feedback on it since they didn't know it was from oh you? they loved it yeah, oh yeah we, i, was I like, heard people talking about it yeah, this? this is hilarious <laughs> so my question to you jeremy is do we need to start sending out fake failed job applications like i'm sorry thank you for your thank interest you for, in thank this you for really applying, yeah. yeah thank um, you for applying for this job that either sucks a lot or is yeah. the great i think sucks a lot is the way to go with that yeah you know what people think they might have had a shot had a good um, job right okay fair enough but <laughs> sorry dumb ideas uh, no, I, I i'm kind of in favor I mean, if we have a Patreon, we should um, send. We'll send you. Yeah, that'll be that could be a level. Letter. We'll have yeah. We'll have um, for your song ideas. It'll be stamped. It might be notarized, um, not officially, because that costs way too much it. money. No, I I can notarize. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a no- yeah, I'm a notary. <laughs> no, it's fifty bucks and a form to the state. Well, shit. We should become notaries, Mike. That well, sounds awesome. Can. It's just if that's all it takes. Yeah, just make a Tumblr about it, and you can post. And <laughs> I today want, I learned. I just want to have an episode where Jason and Mike get notary. <laughs> just that's our topic next week. Is we at, at least that's what you have to do here. I have no idea about where you just auto tune it and call it the song. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you fill out form A three seven. Basically it. <laughs> I carry my notary book with me. I carry my notary book with me. Do you have like a stamp? Yeah. God. Did it come with the 50 bucks or you have to buy that too? I had to buy the stamp separate. Okay. Can you notarize things that aren't important to notarize? All a notary is, is or at least here, all the stamp says is that the person signing is who they say they are. That seems so, I mean, it's, it's got it's got, nothing, it's got nothing to do with like, what the content content of whatever they're signing oh, is. Oh, so you just basically validated that the... Okay, I thought you meant the notary was who they said they were, and I was like, this no. is really unimportant to every transaction. <laughs> I think it should mean that you're very good at interrogating somebody. It was like, who are you? I yeah. said, who are you? You'd be like, I'm getting to the bottom of this, whether you like it or not. This identification is garbage. Get it out of my face. I want to know who you are. Yeah. I, I need documentation that a, that complies with an I nine. So <laughs> not an I seven. Get the shit out of my face. <laughs> anyway, oh my god! Yeah. So our topic this week is an interview. <laughs> I feel like we came full circle right there because yeah, when you start, you have to bring your I nine forms and your ID. <laughs> you have to bring it. So <laughs> I I think I mean unless you want to talk more about the actual subject of this on pod, I feel like it's going to take about nineteen turns to the left. So it's almost not worth talking about unless you want to. I kind of want to hone it in slightly. All right. It doesn't me, sound tell, like you. Tell me a story. <laughs> who's who's is it? Who, <laughs> you said concept album and I don't not believe you. I just think this is a big topic. <laughs> I know. And that's why whenever you're like, hey, help me out with lyrics. I'm not going to know what to say to you because it's such a giant topic. Well, that's why I said, tell me a story. I didn't say give me lyrics. Oh, we're at that point. Tell me a story. I mean, you can start. The, I mean, you can start the montage if you want to. 
Manta. All right, so we do not know what we're doing. We're going to jump into some sort of song about hiring, interviews, resumes, notaries, interrogating people. Maybe there's something about uh, Liam Neeson, you know, and and his aggressive tactics to figure out who people are. I don't know. Just a bad parent. (laughs) <laughs> he keeps losing his daughter i think i haven't seen any of those movies i'm not sure so what we do each week is we start a song from we write a song create it start to finish music lyrics everything mike is our musical talent i have somehow jumped in from time to time uh last week i had a terrible rap i thought maybe it was slightly good guess what listen to it recently it was terrible and here we go jeremy and i are going to try and throw mike off a track and we're gonna write a song. So right now it is time for the montage. So Jeremy, what do you want the song to be about? I think Mike asked earlier if we'd ever been fired from a job, and I never have. But I have had some bad interviews, and never getting a job is like getting fired. <laughs> what a great line. <laughs> Ominous interview. Oh, you got a good point there. That's probably not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not to kill you. above it. Okay, so there's a guy interviewing. What perspective? Are you speaking from the interviewer? Um, like interview tips? Interviewee? This is the interviewer. I only say that because I, I wrote a chorus already. That I was, I was thinking about opening with a chorus this time instead of uh, Whoa. building up to a, st- a story. What if you wrote a song that was all chorus? It's all rise. <laughs> Can I hear the chorus so I know where you're going? I feel like I, I need to lay down some instruments first. No, I can't tell you the chorus. That'd be no fun. Oh, wow. That is totally fucked. <laughs> music is terrible. <laughs> Let's print it. Let's do it. <laughs> Ship it. <laughs> no, the loop is totally fucked. Oh, God. That wasn't what I wanted to do. Oh, you were doing a three bar turnaround and you were actually meant it was 16, no, 18th? I, I forgot to cut it. I was just saying words. I know, but you're close. <laughs> I might accidentally become good at music by doing this stupid podcast. Uh, How do I know if I want to work with you? We recently hired somebody and my boss made a, a comment about how there's more thought put into it in arranged marriage than there is in most interviews by time. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I There's some merit to that, certainly. It's an interesting thought. I don't know if it's true, but it's powerful. Yes. And if Total Clips of the Heart taught us nothing, it's that powerful things are great and that you should use sleigh bells. <laughs> <laughs> Who really sympathizes with the boss? You Sorry. know? Because I feel it's kind like of my problem. <laughs> most people are going to say, who the fuck cares, right? So you're saying that we should side with labor instead of management? Always. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I like, so that's why it's a concept album, right? You can have the point of view from managers, the point of view from interviewees. <laughs> okay, the most obvious interview song is probably about labor. So why not have it about be management? You've got to throw them off. Yeah, you're right. It. You're right. If you want to make somebody sympathetic, it's knowing how shitty the candidates are. <laughs> you see my name tag? It doesn't start with officer. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you brought your own Bible to swear in on. <laughs> it doesn't apply here. 
Would it sound like an affair if we started with you're basically married? This is even dumber. <laughs> it's, it's, we lead you with a fair and we take you to job interview. You explaining some gaps on your resume. Could be you're in prison. You were trying to tour with the dead, but they had broken up 10 years ago. You look tense. Maybe you loosen up your top a little or bottom. You know, you're okay, but let's get so creepy. Uh, that's how it work. Uh, so <laughs> I really like when somebody who's an idiot says I'm not an idiot. <laughs> that's science. Uh, In terms of, I don't know how long this thing is and it's where, where you want to wrap it up. This is getting to be our longest song we've ever done. I'm going to end it with don't call us. We'll call you uh, as you should. I could ask about the best way to get a hold of you and you could like show me your tattoo. I kind of like the idea of a pager. <laughs> Because it's not a calling device. That you start on Tuesday. I mean, what if we start on Wednesday? <laughs> you just see this thing going on forever because you and I can't decide when to stop it. We just keep. Like, it's just dragging on. I'm like, <laughs> this is a 15 minute long song that goes on a jukebox. Welcome back from that awesome montage. That was our interview song. Mike, how do you think that went? I liked parts of it. I think the lyrics are more interesting than the music. Honestly, I just struggled with a little bit. I I, I think the the concept was there, but I needed to work on structure a lot more, but didn't take the time to do it, so we just dealt with it. We started with guitar, then you replaced the guitar. I mean, you threw some bass in there and then replaced the guitar. I mean, how did I mean, structure-wise, how did all that shake out? Not well. <laughs> Well, that's that's what we're trying to do, but more specifically. Uh, it's just, like, there are times when you think, like, a phrase is going to end and it doesn't, and or it does and it shouldn't have, or whatever. Like, it's just, you know, we're using default drum loops in a lot of cases and playing some guitar over them. You don't really know where the structure is headed. It, in terms of song length, it was one of our longest, if not the longest songs. Probably took us about an hour and a half maybe closer to two. I would say a good bit of that was we had some technical issues with your computer had to restart and then Jeremy had to leave. And then a large part of that is because of the way we structured this this song. It was, you wrote a bit, I wrote a bit, you wrote a bit, I wrote a bit in response to the person before them. And what I'm getting at is like, that's the thing that that I think made it so difficult in terms of I mean, part of the thing that made it so difficult was, yeah, it was musically, it was, it was a little bit, I mean, I didn't even try to sing. I, I wasn't sure I could hit, a, hit notes within that range. And so also I thought my character um, wouldn't sing along. He's not playing along. I hate my performance. He needed to be confident. It was just too much, especially as I heard it back, it was just too much, but it kind of, fit. I don't know what your thoughts were. Did it fit the character? Was it too much? I hated it, but maybe that's what it needed. I think it's fine. <laughs> the I was a single mother bit is like my chest still hurts from laughing so hard at that. So we didn't end up putting that into the song. I wondered about that. That was my favorite part. We did, it didn't make it into the song. Well, I think we were a little afraid of how that would come out. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the story was I, asked, I was asking about gaps on his resume and. and you know, he, he he was basically saying that I didn't have any 
uh, he was explaining the gap because he was a single mother. And <laughs> <laughs> the way that we meant it, it was, uh, you know, him obviously lying to this person's face. So I think the question, one of the questions I pose in terms of you were talking about the music itself, you didn't really care the way it was going. Is there a reason why you went with the way you went or is it, it was just like, hey, good enough, let's do it? Yeah, it's timing. Like it, it's always pressure to get the music going because that's usually how I want to start. But I mean, if I'm making a song on my own, I might spend six hours on that part before I even think about lyrics. Yeah. I might spend 60 minutes. I might spend four hours. I mean, you know, it can go all over the place. But if it's not going well, like that can be easily 45 or 50 minutes like that i would say that's pretty normal you know to really work on music and structure and stuff first and if you you spend 20 minutes on that yeah it's too long right 20 minutes is too long so you know i try and do 10 or 5 or whatever and we just go with it and you know i don't think what's holding us back is our is the shitty music and structure i think it's everything So this was my highest level of involvement because we went so much call and response and writing. I ended up being, excuse my French, the shithead of the song. Is this your response to the dirty Uncle Mike? <laughs> like you putting me as the terrible human in this? Because re- you- <laughs> it certainly wasn't intentional. It was much more like I was going to sing about interviewing. And I, of course, go to the manager's point of view because I have interviewed way more people than I've ever been an interviewee on. Right. And, uh, and you were like, man, now it sounds like the man's talking to us. And so we had to kind of flip the script a little bit and then make it interesting, make it somehow sympathetic for the man. (laughs) So that's, that's, that's the podcast we are. That's the kind of podcast, the one that sympathizes with the man. Only when it's funnier. (laughs) Okay. No, that was, that was the funniest. I mean, the, you know, the most entertaining way to go about it. The one thing I will say about during this song in particular, I started to understand your sensitivity to when Jeremy and I talk about when we trash these songs, because (laughs) it's kind of tough to set your ego aside whenever it's so bad. Like, yeah, that's the point. But like, you... I don't know. Maybe I hope that like I'm so bad, but it's, you know, you know, you get it. Like one of those, like you understand, like, yeah, I'm being bad, but I'm, you know, I'm still great. Like you can tell how great I am. Like, Oh, we're not great. But then you're on the sideline. You're like, no, that's, that's terrible for terrible sake. Yeah. We are, there, there is nearly no redeeming qualities about our music. (laughs) (laughs) And so it makes me question us putting this whole thing out completely. I thought the point was to make terrible music. It is. I think if that's the point, we are succeeding. Yes. If you wanted like really well done terrible music, we probably should have had more conversations up front. I think we need a lot more, a lot of things. So, all right, I'm going to, I I think we should throw to the song. I'm going to ask you two more questions and we're going to wrap this sucker up. How do you think? Do it. All right, enough talk. Let's debut our new worst song ever. We're grabbing the silver ring, going for gold, and coming in dead last place. I present to you the hiring process. How do I know? 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 There's not enough information. There's not enough to know if we should have you here. 
Do you understand? This is basically like a marriage, but it's even dumber because I only have an hour with you. Why don't we start with you explaining some gaps on your resume? So glad you asked. I worked in a massage parlor for a day. You look tense. Maybe you loosen up your top a little. Or bottom. You know, you're... Okay, but let's get back to the resume. Alright, let's do it. Oh, you mean you want me to talk about my resume? Uh, I mean, that one I picked up at Kinko's, tell you the truth. If I'm being real honest with you, I found it on the floor of a bathroom. You're the best of the applicants we haven't ruled out. You're like Top Gun, the best of what's left. I went riding through the day. So let me ask you a question. So let me ask. What's your greatest accomplishment in life? Doesn't have to be work-related. Just tell me something I want to hear. So many accomplishments. I'm so amazing. I mean, probably what I... I got the green belt in Taekwondo. Mm. I mean, sure, he was in third grade, but he would have thought he would have won up a bigger fight. What a uh, dummy. His sensei must have been so disappointed. And, and how old were you when this happened? I don't know. Carry the one. Um, two, uh, two weeks ago. So it says here you you worked in Applebee's. Why don't you tell me about that a little bit? How do I know? 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 Technically, I didn't work there, right? I may have died to dash, but um, they are significantly faster than a third grader. So, but you know what? Each second of work needs to be honored, you know, like the time that I was in a bank and asked them for some extra cash. You know, I recommend you not confess to crimes during the interview. Do I, do I need a lawyer? You don't need a lawyer. <laughs> okay, good, because then I believe the fifth. The fifth doesn't apply here. Fine, fine, then I believe the sixth. I know, I know my rights, okay, I have rights. Do you see my name tag? It doesn't start with officer. Are you a cop? You have to say if you're a cop. All right, I, I know. Now back to Applebee's. Okay, so you don't want to talk about Applebee's. I'll tell you what. Don't call us, we'll call you. We'll be in touch. No, don't worry. No, don't worry. I'll, my uncle has a pager. I'll call you. Don't worry. We'll be good. I'm the best guy you got. It's sad because he might be 
the best guy we've got. He showed up on time because he didn't change his clock. Late on Tuesday because I have a court appearance. I think you're presuming that you start on Tuesday. I mean, what if we start you on Wednesday? And we're back. I really hope you I hope you enjoyed that song. Basically, we just tried to make each other laugh. What are you going for in these songs? Mike, we were talking earlier about how hard it is to to set aside your ego. Like you're here for a reason, right? You can make better songs than this. I've heard them. What are you going for whenever you do these pods? Uh, I'm going for the permission to make something that I would never make naturally. And so like trying very different things, uh, not caring if it goes terribly because that's literally the point. And so it's like experimentation. It's, it's structured time to go work on songwriting, which is always fun. And that's about it. I, we, we do a terrible job. I really wanted to make us laugh. And so some of those things were just so stupid that I had. I just. I, you can definitely hear laughing on the track because I didn't mix it all out because we just didn't have the time. <laughs> Unanswered questions. Does it seems like the guy gets hired at the end? Is that right? Even though he has a court appointment? I wasn't really sure. I don't know if we ever decided that or we're yeah. leaving it ambiguous. I mean, I think it's if the writers don't even know that every listener gets to choose their own ending that, you know, they can pick their own truth, if you will. I have no idea. I have no idea <laughs> what job this is uh, or how many co- crimes this guy committed. I'm guessing we didn't figure any of that out either. Uh, well, I think the, the interviewing concept album is going to answer a lot of stories, though. It's, I mean, how many tracks are we talking full? I mean, like double album. Okay. So the, like you've heard of the it, wall, our in between season, our whole season in between seasons is going to be this concept album. I, I do know. love an idea of a concept album and <laughs> who knows? I doubt. <sighs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Final question. How did that turn out? Oh, it's bad. Is it at least entertaining? I mean, if you're you or me or like our 10 closest friends, maybe how's this? If you're not you, me or our 10 closest friends, no, you can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at worst song pod and tell us how bad our music is. Cause frankly, we know yeah, we're, we're well aware. All right. Well, I want to thank anybody for listening. I want to thank Jeremy for being here for the first part of this sucker. I want to thank John Tesh for just being a, an inspiration. I did not expect us to follow John Tesh today in my whole statements of walking through this this morning, but whatever. Yeah, I'm really glad that we don't decide who we're going to follow at the beginning of this anymore. It just kind of turns into whatever it turns into. I think I'm still mad that Million Vanilli doesn't have an official Twitter account, but it also makes total sense. Yes. All right. I want to thank you. Uh, Mike, Anybody? You, uh, anything you want to say before you uh, turn out? Uh, I guess, you know, you can blame it on the rain. <laughs> okay. And uh, and the Bahamut while we're at it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. For And this now is our new worst song ever. Good night. How do I know? How do I know? How do I know? How do I know? There's not enough information. 
There's not enough to know if we should have you here. All right, so gaps in your <clears throat> in your resume. Um, you were a single mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was a single mother. Uh, <laughs> I was a single mother. It's <laughs> a great line. It's so stupid. It's <laughs> clearly a lie. But you can't. You don't care. You can't care. It's <laughs> 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 a single mother. <laughs> So, first off, I was a single mother, so you can't discriminate against anything I say. It's <laughs> 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 illegal. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh shit. <sighs> <laughs> oh, that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the Beatles have an official Twitter account? Didn't we go over this last week? Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> we sh- should be following them. And uh i double checked our twitter and like, there's a lot like, of people uh, we say that we follow and we haven't been following i've been trying so. to add the ones you caught that i missed um i can tell you that about three quarters of the way through that statement i remembered that we had that conversation <laughs> literally a week ago hey this and is was, late at night for me it was a large percentage of what we spoke about i really like the idea of the person who's in the interview is very unqualified and the person who's interviewing is like trying real hard. It was like, listen, of all the uh, all the resumes I went through, you are somehow the most qualified person. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. So, okay. So, please, please maybe like explain a resume gap. Please stop incriminating yourself. Yes. Yes. It's all about yeah. that. Uh, or then that like, to me is more interesting. I recommend you not confess to crimes during the interview. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's not a crime is it and the answer is yes that's absolutely a crime all right so you don't confess to crimes during the interview um you do not need a lawyer present <laughs> taking the fifth doesn't apply here <laughs> <laughs> What an abomination of a... I don't know if you need anything from me. No, I think you have done more. (laughs) You don't like what I did. No, I love it. (laughs) Uh, That that was not at all me saying I didn't like what you did. That was just... uh, What was that? Well, it was something. (laughs) No. Don't worry, I'm becoming self-conscious the more you speak. Good. That means it's working. Let your hate go through you. 